Hello, my name is Samuel George London, and welcome to Comics for the Apocalypse. On today's episode, I speak to comic book writer and super chill dude, Scott Wilkie, about what comics he would take into an asteroid impact apocalypse. But before we get into it, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, the Comic Scene Comic Club. Available from just £5 a month or £30 a year, you can get monthly issues of the History of Comics, Shift, Brawler and specials of Pat Mills' Space Warp. To find out more and subscribe to the Comic Club, visit comicscene.org. Now, without further ado, on with the show. Hello, Scott Wilkie. How's it going? Hey, man. How are you? Thanks for having me. Ah, oh, it's quite all right. Absolute pleasure. Um, and uh, it's it's. I mean, it's a very uh, kind of timely um, time. <laughs> I could have got another word there to have you on, um, considering uh, the project that, that you're running on Kickstarter at the moment. But before we get into that, um, for anybody that hasn't come across you just yet, uh, what do you do in the world of comics? Yeah, I am a uh, writer, uh, so I have a few titles under my belt currently. I've written uh, and created The Legend of Everett Forge. Um, I've also written some titles for Bad Bug uh, Media, so I have Undercity Tales and Dead End Moon. And then I've also written uh, Red Scare for About Time Comics. Nice, man. And where's the best place for people to find you online? Uh, you can find me. I'm on Instagram. I'm at uh, Scott Wilkie twenty four two four, and I'm on Twitter. Uh, it's S W I L K E underscore Smooth uh, at Twitter, and then I'm on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, just under Scott Wilkie. Uh, so I'm 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 I'm, every, I'm everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. everywhere that you, yeah. you that you need to be. Yeah, exactly. um, and uh, and of course, all of those links are in the show notes, folks. So go go check out Scott's work there. Um, but you'll also want to check out um, his latest project as well, and that's Periwinkle. So tell us about Periwinkle, Scott. Yeah, definitely. Um, the best the best little tagline that I've heard, and I'm going to steal it from someone else. Uh, they called it <laughs> "Kill Bill meets Elf." Uh, nice. So I really I love that <laughs> little tagline. Uh, but the long and short of it, um, it's about where Krampus and Belsnickel uh, they organized a coup with some of the elves of the North Pole, and they end up murdering Santa. Um, so half of the elves go with Krampus and Belsnickel, half the elves end up just kind of going their own way, you know, making Keebler cookies or something. Um, hmm. but then one elf remains behind, uh, his name is Periwinkle. Um, so he's, uh, out for vengeance now. So, um, he's, he's gone after four of the co-conspirators that were elves, one of which was his brother. Uh, and that's where we pick up the story. And um, he's just making his way down his naughty list. So he'll go after uh, Belsnickel and Krampus. Um, it's a one shot. It's a 80 plus yeah. pager. So it's a big behemoth of a book. Uh, so you right. won't have to wait for, you know, issues like months yeah, between issues. issues. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So you're going to get one full book uh, from the Kickstarter. And uh, yeah, I have a lot of plans for additional prequels and sequels as well for this world. But No doubt. Because, yeah, I mean, they... <clears throat> Really does does seem that you could you could go off in in many different directions with this um, as well, and the, sure. the art is fantastic. Um, so t- t- tell us about the artist and, and how you came to collaborate. 
Yeah, uh, his name is Arturo Mesa. You can see, you can find him on Instagram. That's where I found him. Uh, he's at Arturo Mesa Comic. Uh, I wish I could take the credit for finding him, but that was actually um, Mike Teener uh, with Bad Bug. Because uh, nice. Mike and I, we friend been, of the uh, show, by the way, he's been on the uh, show. <laughs> yep, yeah, he's an awesome guy. <laughs> Uh, he's been very much, um, you know, influential and uh, supportive in this pursuit of writing this book. So uh, he was helping me find an artist. We struggled for a long time. We had one artist, uh, they got like five pages in and bailed. I think the 80 plus pages oh, was right. a little just too much for him. Ah, oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Mike found uh, Artero on Instagram. And it was just uh, very fortunate for us because he is extremely talented. Yeah. Very much so, um, and uh, yeah. If anything, folks, just go go check out the the, the artwork, um, and then see if the story is your your bag. Um, I'm sure it will be because, as you say, that's that's quite a quite a pitch. Kill Bill meets Elf. you can't go far wrong with that um but yeah no that again that link is in the show notes everybody so uh go go check it out and uh and and go and enjoy um periwinkle uh now that aside scott um i do have some extra bad news as well as santa having been murdered by some of his elves um it's very sad news <laughs> uh, uh unfortunately uh, an asteroid is heading straight for phoenix arizona um and so my question to you is what is your action plan for survival man couldn't have made it easy for me could you it's, yeah, gonna, sorry, be a, it's gonna be a rough holiday season uh, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> the plan is fortunately for me um all my family, um, you know, my close family is in Phoenix already. So, uh, my mom, my mom, my dad, they live like three minutes away. Uh, same for my mother-in-law and father-in-law and brother-in-law. So sisters live like five minutes away. So first plan of action is I'm going to round them all up. Um, get us in a truck. we got some, yeah. uh, connections with U-Haul, uh, and we're going to get the H nice. out of Phoenix. Cause, uh, <laughs> uh, not to mention we got like a, a nuclear power plant, like uh, 30 minutes down the road. So things are going <laughs> to go gonna south pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think it's a really good team that I would assemble just out of my family. Cause my, got my dad, he's a handyman. He can fix anything. My sister, she's in the medical field and with uh, the dental industry. So um, nice. we're going to have the bases covered uh, and we're just going to get out of, uh, get out of Dodge, man. Um, my dad's he's armed up. Uh, he's a, uh, quite the gun collector uh so we'll just throw his all his uh gun safe pieces uh in the back of that truck nice man and yeah. any any particular destination you've got in mind heading north man because it's way too dry going any further south uh so we're going towards <laughs> yeah. water maybe like somewhere near prescott uh sedona that's nice up there um uh maybe get to colorado river um nice but yeah Nice. So let's say that you make it to to Colorado River. Um, you set up camp for the night. You're in kind of like the a nice safe, um, a safe distance away from the impact zone. Let's say, um, and uh, around the campfire with all of your family, um, and you're, you're having some schmores and whatnot, um, <laughs> and uh, you're you all get chatting about kind of you know um what you've been up to recently and, and you start talking about periwinkle and things like that and and the the 
conversation of comics starts to flourish. And, and the first question that somebody asks is, what's the first comic you remember enjoying? Uh, it's going to have to be, it's the Superman, of course, um, uh, and the, the Man of Steel run. Uh, I think that was my first intro to comics and just uh, Superman uh, in general. Um, and just that sparked my love of him. I've been a Superman mm-hmm. stan since then. Um, so yeah, that's that that whole you know American hope and pride and all that stuff. Just uh, you know, that, that, a lot of uh, I think maybe some of my uh, you know idealistic nature uh, came from that. So uh, yeah, definitely uh, that's the first one I remember enjoying thoroughly. Excellent. And, and how did you come across that? Sorry. Um, well, my mom, I honestly don't remember which series of Superman my mom bought me, but we got, uh, at the grocery store, she got me a Superman comic when I was just a little kid, uh, just could enjoy the art at that point. So then I don't honestly remember who had it. Someone owned one of the Superman Man of Steel issues. Um, so reading that, I'm like, okay, I need more. Uh, it was like, uh, <laughs> you know, got the, got the taste of it. Um, so yeah, yeah. uh, thanks to my mom again for uh, inspiring me with that nice and then did you have a crack yourself at, 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 at drawing at all at drawing i mean yeah i, I do love to draw i'm not good right. at it yeah <laughs> I, I i try i'm sure you're better than me <laughs> yeah I, don't know, I, I can do a decent stick figure here and there but uh yeah <laughs> my yeah my sister's extremely talented artist uh, oh, both cool. of them are actually so yeah. Uh, yeah i i i enjoyed the writing side more though yeah and then did that come uh quite naturally to you or or was it something that you had to explore further before really delving into it yeah i think it pretty it came pretty naturally i always joke um you know when i was a kid i was the one telling my mom bedtime stories when she tucked me in so right. throughout the day nice. i would just think up a story and I tell her what I came up with. And I mean, she was my biggest cheerleader, uh, still is. And always be like, that's a great story. I love that story. And as soon as I could type, you know, I got one of those brother word processors where you only see like two lines of text on the screen and it takes like three hours to print a page. And that (laughs) once I had that, I was writing, um, and I haven't stopped since. So that's fantastic, man. So cool. Uh, now, uh, the next question that crops up around the, the campfire is, uh, what's the funniest comic that you've read? Oh, man. You know, I think I just, I clearly don't read enough funny comics. I have I think I'm more into the, <laughs> I love the revenge side of things. I love action, horror, thrillers, that stuff. Um, but I got an absolute kick out of uh, the whole Scott Pilgrim series. Um, yeah. both my wife and I, we, I think we discovered it at the same time. Um, and that's just a blast. I love just the shout outs to retro gaming cause I'm, I'm a big gamer. I've been playing since the original NES. Um, cool. I haven't, didn't go back beyond that. Uh, that was a little bit before my time, but, uh, yeah, just all those shout outs. Uh, just love that. I think it's hilarious. Nice man. Um, and then d- did you read like the whole series at once or, um did yeah i'm one of those you know i guess you could fake stands or whatever because i'll probably get crap because I, I found i saw the movie first so i was like okay i gotta ah, dive right, yeah. into this now yeah uh, there's just there's yeah. so much more nuance 
I think that can't be captured in a, a you know a cinematic uh, environment in the books. That's yeah. I found a lot more. I found the similar to like almost like Harry Potter. Um, you know those the books can delve and take more time with certain things than the movies yeah. can. Uh, they're good Absolutely. in their own rights each way, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's nice, man. Excellent. Uh, now, uh, changing gears a little bit, uh, the next question that comes up is, what's the saddest comic that you've read? See, that one, that ties into what started it all, and that's uh, my, my man, Superman, uh, and it was the death of Superman, um, that that arc. Uh, yeah. I just felt like, you know, that after that punch... Uh, you know, saying goodbye to Lo like I was it felt like a piece of my youth died. Um <laughs> so it was uh that was a tough one. Um tough one to handle. But uh How old were you? Good gracious, how old was I? M- middle school? I wanna say something. Middle school, high school, something like that. Right. So I mean yeah. times, you know, that's already an awkward, <laughs> awkward time <laughs> of your life. Um but yeah. Uh, that I took that probably harder than I needed to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if it if it, if it it hits you in the stomach, then it hits you in the stomach. Um, it's, uh, I mean, it's just it's amazing that uh, that stories can have that um, that power over us. But it's credit to the storytellers, isn't it, that it does that. Hundred percent, and I, I always knew that was in the peripheral of you know because um, being a Superman fan, I knew and it, I think that came out in what like ninety three. So I didn't obviously mm-hmm. didn't read it in ninety three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I just I knew about that. I just didn't want to dive into that story because I'm like ah, yeah. I, I love Superman so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that is a testament to good storytelling and how much characters can mean to uh, the audience. Absolutely, man. Uh, now, um, changing gears once again, um, what's the scariest comic that you've read? See, I don't get, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to sound like uh, some macho man or something like that. But I don't get scared <laughs> off reading comics. So I'm trying sure. to think what would be more, I think yeah. more of. Or like most po- horrifying comics even. Yeah, I think that how well the artists and the writers can create an ambiance for it. And I think like, yeah, I, some things that jump out to, you know, the top of my head are like 30 days of night or um, welcome to Hoxford uh, with the werewolves, just that whole premise being locked in a prison and the guards and all of them are werewolves. Uh, just that, I mean, the concept of just being locked up, you know, um, and having no escape is terrifying enough. And similar to 30 days a night to, you know, 30 days of no sun. Um, and, I'm, you know, I'm still, I'm not saying I'm scared of the dark, but there's some, you know, you run to the door <laughs> when it's nighttime because you yeah, never know what's sure. behind you. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, those just maybe playing into my fears of like claustrophobia and um, the dark. I would probably say, and they, and those, the artists did such great work at creating that, kind of horrifying ambience that uh i think those would probably be my two yeah and like it's spooky um, yeah isn't it because it's i mean both both sets of artwork kind of quite what's the best way to describe them uh misty like, <laughs> yeah gr- like gritty yeah gritty yeah gritty yeah, yeah for sure yeah they're, they're very very gritty 
Um, and uh, yeah, and no, I definitely give you that that sense of um, well, being mystifying, um, but also yeah, terrifying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we tried fun. to we tried to capture that because one of the stories I wrote for About Time Comics, uh, it's Lee Giles' idea, but it's a um, it's a zombie story about where the Russians, you know, come to take over America and they reanimate after they've been killed into zombies. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so when when I was writing that for Lee, you know, we, Lee was looking into artists and trying to figure out who to go with. And I was, those are the examples I was giving him, um, you know, like 30 days, welcome to Hoxford. Uh, just that grittiness. I'm like, I think that's half the battle in creating a terrifying story is making that, 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 that dark, you know, like just, we not, not necessarily you feel dirty looking at the art, but like, you know, you can feel like the grit, the, 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 the grease, you know, yes. so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that, man. Definitely. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, now, uh, moving on to my favorite question, and that is, what is your favorite cover? God, that's so tough. Like, that's like trying to pick like my favorite kid or something like that. I know. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's so many. I, I try to think in terms of what I've tried to emulate in my own career and images that mm-hmm. really have stuck with me over the years. And Ones that jump out, um, just because I, I love the figures of it, and one day I hope to be able to afford one of the bigger ones, is like Batman 608 uh, with him standing on that building and his, his cape flowing. It's just such an iconic look. Uh, I love that one. Um, Killing Joke. That's just, I mean, again, if you, even a non comic book reader would be able to tell you nice you know what's going on yeah exactly uh going back to death of superman that simple shot i mean it's very powerful and evokes a lot of emotion for me um but i think probably dark knight returns just from its simplicity um that just i mean again and the no notability you know that you know again even if somebody's not familiar with batman just from looking at that cover, they get what's going on, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, it's hard. I, I don't even, I kind of don't think I could pick out of the four, but if I had to, <laughs> I'd probably settle on like dark Knight returns just cause I've tried to emulate that in my own work. Um, so yeah. Nice. Oh, that's fantastic. And yeah, no, obviously it's a, it's an iconic cover. Um, very memorable. Um, and, uh, just strong <laughs> is, is the way that I'd describe it. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And uh, now, uh, moving on to another of my favorite questions, and that is, what's the most meaningful comic to you? That one would be just because of its what it's done. Not necessarily that comic specifically, but the overall story and character. Uh, it's a series called Zombie with an X, a zombie reanimated, mm-hmm. and that's the name of the comic. Uh, it's done by James Farr. Um, I remember... I was like in my first year of college. I don't remember the website now. I can't think of it. Uh, but he, it started off as like a flash, um, animated series. Um, and I stumbled upon it in a computer lab in my first year of college and I instantly became hooked. It's basically like a sentient zombie for those who aren't familiar with it. Um, he carries around a shovel. That's his weapon. Um, and he's got to protect this girl and get her through this zombie wasteland. Uh, it's just such a genius story, and James is still working on it. He's got uh, some new zombie stuff coming out. Um, but that came at a time because I was really – my first year of college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. 
Mm. In some sense and purposes, I still don't know what I want to do. But uh, <laughs> we're um, all just making it up. <laughs> exactly, totally. Uh, so I was going for like psychology at that time because uh, right. I was like, yeah, I can't make anything with writing. You know, there's there's nothing to be done with that, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So like watching James create that story, and he didn't have any, you know, publisher. He didn't have a producer. He didn't have a company backing him. He's just grinding away on his computer, making Flash animation. And he was getting such a big following. I was like, okay, I mean, this is maybe something I can do. I just got to, you know, put my mind to it. Um, so, yeah, it really pushed me. And then I ended up changing majors, went for English writing, uh, minored in film production. So that character and James' work was really influential in that. And when he came out with that uh, the comic book, Zombie Reanimated, I reached out to him his and his team. Um, and it was kind of enough that he like sent me a signed copy and I'm actually oh, nice. friends with him on Facebook. So yeah, uh, it's just really cool to see him keep going with everything. And, um, and I've told him, you know, in writing, I've been like, Hey man, you're a big inspiration to me and big reason why I've been doing this. And, um, so yeah, I'd say that's probably the, the most meaningful, the book probably that I have in my collection. Nice man, that's excellent. I mean, it's it's even better to have a have a positive connection to one of the creators as well. Um, it's uh, it's it's so nice that um, you know fairly big creators actually kind of you know go out of their way to you know um, interact with fans <laughs> like that. Oh, I know. Um, it's great. Yeah, I mean that's the. the... I always say, like, if I ever get to the point where like I won't help out a newbie, like I want somebody yeah. like punch me in the groin because it's just yeah i mean that's the whole point i mean if and i I have such good you know like mike uh we started off around the same time but he's been so uh you know helpful and supportive and lee giles who took me under uh, about time comics for legend of everett forge she's been so supportive and uh educating me on the craft and all that so yeah those are the people that i want to surround myself with and the ones who are so you know hoity-toity and Mm-hmm. Uh, up up their own butts it's like you know just come on guys we're we're writing yeah. comics here you know we're not <laughs> we're not curing cancer or something yeah. yeah exactly man yeah totally um fantastic uh now um moving on to onto a very interesting uh question um that that people answer in very many different ways uh what's the most underrated comic i think out of the fact that when I tell people they should read it, they're like, wait, which one? Um, I think it's the six gun. Um, right. That's from Oni, Oni press. Um, yeah. I love that. And again, that was a hugely influential in pushing me to write my own Western uh, legend of Everett forge. Um, but yeah, that's just a, it's such a huge series. Cause geez, I can't remember how many they have like um, 50, 50 issues. Is it, is it, is there? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just such, and it didn't get boring and it didn't feel like they were stretching stuff in my opinion. Mm. Um, it felt very robust and like they could have kept going beyond what they ended at. Um, so yeah, I think probably that one, just because it feels like not when I talk about it, not many people know, (laughs) know about it. (laughs) And uh, just to give the uh, listeners a flavor, um, what's, what's kind of the basic premise? Uh, it's, Basically, there's six weapons, and in this 
you know, throughout time, the weapons evolve. And by this point in the story, the weapons are guns, revolvers. And each weapon, each gun has a special unique ability. Like one fires with the, you know, the magnitude of a cannon. Um, one can bring back the souls that it killed. Um, there's some other ones too, like one, yeah, but ultimately if you hold all six um, and you put them, you know, at this base or whatever, like combine them, um, you basically get to rewrite um existence uh reality as you desire so almost like a wow. you know infinity gauntlet so to speak yeah um, <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> yeah but with guns um and yeah there's it's cool. great it's just really great with uh drake sinclair uh he's the main he's the protagonist just really well-crafted uh anti-hero a big fan of anti-heroes um and then there's yeah. a really strong female lead in there with uh with uh, becky um so yeah really good story fantastic um yeah no it's it's one that i've i've i hadn't come across actually um before you mentioned it and and looking it up um before today it's um yeah it looks looks like the type of one that i definitely enjoy so i'm going to um i'm going to scour scour ebay um and see what i can find for sure you should <laughs> totally totally excellent uh now um what comic would you recommend to a friend who's never read comics See, again, I'm going to have to go back to um, Six Gun because it is just, it's a very cinematic um, comic. It's done very, so for people who maybe are accustomed, and and that goes with the the, the panel layout as well because I think, you know, a lot of people when I've, who are brand new to comics they're like well i don't you know i don't know how to read this or like whatever uh it's very six guns very straightforward in its layout it's very straightforward in its uh narrative approach um so i think it's a really good entry point um and it's even if you're not a fan of westerns if you're just a fan of you know um old school like um you know, adventure films or like the mummy, like the 1999 mummy or something like that. Uh, and you like quick talking, you know, loudmouth characters and stuff like that. I think you'll, you'll find a lot to enjoy with that book. Nice. Excellent. Um, and then uh, for yourself, if you'd only take one comic into the apocalypse, which would it be? It's probably going to be just because uh, I'm a DC boy at heart, uh, something Superman or Batman <laughs> related, just because, I mean, if depending on what other books survived, I think, you know, especially Superman, uh, just that that inspiration for hope that it can, uh, you know, create, um, you know, just the kid shot across the galaxy into a new planet, uh, having to figure it all out. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, once we start to rebuild society, uh, it's a, a good way to, uh, you know, and his, you know, his morals, his ethics, uh, mm-hmm. you know, doing what's right. Uh, we'll probably need that in a lawless <laughs> post-apocalyptic nation. No doubt, man. No doubt. Um, so sets a, sets a good tone for the future, hopefully. <laughs> oh, exactly, right. <laughs> and then uh, along with that, uh, what weapon, tool or useful item would you like to take with you as well? Man. I think if it could be a human, it'd be my, my dad. Cause again, that he can figure <laughs> out how to do pretty much everything. He's like a human Swiss right. army knife. Uh, right. but honestly a knife, I mean, um, I, I have a little bit of a knife collection myself, so probably that, cool. uh, cause <laughs> anything you don't have, you can usually craft with a knife. So 
that's probably what I would bring yeah. with me. Excellent. Nice. Well, Scott Wilkie, thank you so much for sharing your comics for the apocalypse. It's been a real pleasure. Oh, of course. Thank you. It's been fun. Fantastic. And for the listeners, one more time, where can they find you online? I'm at Scott Wilkie two four at uh, Instagram and then Swilkie underscore smooth on Twitter. And I'm on Facebook is just Scott Wilkie, YouTube, uh, Scott Wilkie. And um, you can find uh, Periwinkle on Kickstarter. That's actually under Mike. His name is William Teener uh, on Kickstarter. Fantastic. Um, and again, all those links from the show notes, folks. So go, go check out uh, Scott's work, follow him and uh, go check out Periwinkle. Um, it's uh, it's absolutely, It looks absolutely fantastic. So uh, I'm looking forward to, to, to reading it um when when i get the chance uh now um scott again it's been a real pleasure um and uh you're you're welcome back on the show anytime i appreciate that it's been fun thanks so much my pleasure thanks again mate thanks again to scott for being on comics for the apocalypse it was an absolute pleasure if you enjoyed the show please leave a review for us on itunes or whichever podcast service you use as not only will let me know that you liked it but believe that it helps make other people aware of the show as well. If you'd like to check out Scott's work or follow him on social media, those links are in the show notes along with all our own links to the various areas of the internet. Speaking of which, if you haven't already, be sure to visit Comic Scene's website at comicscene.org for comic news, the comic club, and other fun sequential art stuff. And finally, as long as the apocalypse doesn't come to pass in the next week, I'll see you next Monday. Bye for now. <laughs>